Welcome back to the Sweat and Serve podcast. I'm your host, Evan Budrovich. This conversation centers around the redshirt junior, Taya Bolden. Taya, growing up, was recruited by Wanda Watkins out of high school in the Richmond area, and boy, has she shined under Ronnie Fisher's guidance. We know Taya is one of the best rebounders in the Big South. There's no doubt about it. Top three in the league the last two years in rebounding. But growing up in high school, it wasn't so easy for Taya at Highland Springs High School in Richmond. Okay, Taya, so you were from Richmond originally, the 804, for the zip code. Tell me about life growing up in the 804. Uh, Life growing up in the 804. It's it's not all peaches and cream. I mean, low-income neighborhoods. But as a child, I never really noticed my struggle. Like, my mom and my grandmother, my stepdad at the time, they all provided for me and I, I, I never really know, knew that I was struggling and it, it was all about sports and me having fun and they made sure that I was living my best life and now growing up I see that sometimes we did struggle and, and but at the time it was all peaches and cream I mean <laughs> I was having fun outside all day and sometimes I did see stuff around me happen but it never really affected me now I mean, then as it does now. So That smile and that energy that we see from you, is that something that kind of started day one? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, people always have told me that they, that I needed to keep smiling no matter what. And, and I just keep that in, my, in the back of my mind no matter what I feel like may be tough for me. It's always someone who has was going through it a little bit worse than me so I have to always remember that yeah. you were telling us when you were first got to Campbell that you played against little boys and, and like kids on the men's side right growing up in elementary school and stuff like that what was that experience like for you uh, to be honest they they just treated me like one of them and it was it was fun I was I wasn't in trouble I wasn't I wasn't in the streets I was just having fun and playing football, swimming, playing basketball, staying out of trouble. <laughs> so competition, you could say, is what kind of fuels you as a kid growing up? Yeah, definitely. I, I used to remember, like, losing a game. In, it was so hard for me because we rarely lost, and we were a pretty good team. And so, like, I remember the days we do we we did lose. It was very tough. Like, I, I would cry. And and all throughout middle school, we'll we'll lose a game here and there, and it'll be the most devastating thing to me. <laughs> so. I'm curious. So you went to Highland Springs High School in yeah. the Richmond area, very good program, and you got to play with CC Crudup, who you faced this year at UNCG in the last couple of years. When you get to face a high school teammate like that, what's what's going through your mind? Do you get to talk to her at all about any of that stuff? Yeah. See, when we go um, home for the summer, we like. Um, we work out together and we work on like drills and we compete a little then so it's nice to like <laughs> have fun and like like just pick with each other and, sit and see who's going say who's going to um claim the victory and stuff like that so when we do get a chance to face off it's always like fun and competitive just as it was in high school and AAU so there's a little blog in your Richmond area called like the 804 blog kind of the high school hoops and they do you know, they talk about all the kids in college who were playing, and we were looking it up. There, there's some crazy names here, but, you know, Asia Boyd from UNCG, CC Crudup, Tina Lindenfeld, who played in your area, not the same high school, but same area, and then one that I found kind of fun, 
uh, I'm probably pronouncing your name wrong, so you can tell me how to say it, right? But Najee Pollard from Delaware Najee State. Najee Pollard, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you two, last year, they put out this article, like, top rebounders in college from the Richmond area. You guys were one and two, and you both averaged, like, eight rebounds a game. What? Same <laughs> high school. You know, she's playing at Delaware State. Yeah. You're playing at Campbell. I guess the, the question I have is, what's that pride like of seeing so many kids from your area in college and competing at the next level? Like I said, when we go home, we just, I, I guess it's just we're competitive by nature. And we, f we feel each other and we know we're going to make each other better. And like like I had said before we even got on the podcast, we were just talking about like once a springer, always a springer. And we, we like to carry that legacy on and just compete wherever we are. And when we get back together, keep it going. You told me when we did a feature on you a couple of years ago about rebounding, that your high school coach was really big into like being good at one thing. And obviously for you, good at a lot of things, but rebounding is something that stands out. What was that conversation like when you were in high school and you know Coach Harris was talking, or Coach Franklin was talking to you and saying like, you gotta do X, Y, and Z to, to be at the next level? Uh, to be honest, when I first started high school, I was a, I was a role player. And like, he always talked about embracing that role and like it was tough for me at first because in middle school I was always the star of course like everyone else <laughs> but once I finally accepted that I feel like okay I might not I might can't get the upper hand on every single thing but no one's gonna out rebound me no one nowhere no size no height <laughs> it's not that's my one thing and that's that really separated me so glad we had that conversation <laughs> You guys, I looked it up, didn't lose a single home game your career in high school. And it, it looks like now it's like a seven-year stretch where they haven't lost a home game at Highland Springs. And it's neat because this season, you know, knock on wood as we do this podcast, but Campbell hasn't lost at home this year either. Right. What about <laughs> Taya Bolden and, and her teammates have allowed you to, to do so well at home, whether it's, you know, in college or in high school? Uh. I would say when you start off so well, preparation is what separated us. When you start off so well, so well at home, then just keeping that going is easy. We're just having fun. I mean, it's tough to buy a road game. And so taking advantage of the crowd and the home court advantage is what we, we need to do. So we take advantage of it. Well, let's dive right in and talk about some of those home games that stand out in your career. One that certainly sticks in my mind. Education Day last year against Howard. You hit a three, <laughs> and you only hit three all year, but you hit one with 3,000 kids, and we saw you put your fingers up in the air. You kind of fed the crowd a little bit. You're not a three-point shooter by trade. <laughs> not at all. But when a three goes in in a moment like that, what's going through your mind? Uh, I'm just having fun playing the game. That's what it's all about, just having fun. And when the season can get really serious and you have moments where you, you forget to, like, just buy in and have fun and enjoy yourself. And so I take advantage of every little opportunity I get. Like, that was just one of them. <laughs> uh, we'll stick with this past year at first in this conversation, but another game that really stood out was the end of the Asheville game at home. It was the pink day. There was a back and forth kind of lead changes, and you recover. I, I don't know if it was a pass or a shot from Haley, but kind of a ball towards the basket. Right. You lay it up <laughs> and win the game. You got to be honest, was that the, the design of the play and, and what's it like when you see the ball go in? It was nowhere near the design of the play. Like the, the play was intended for Ashlyn, but she had fell down like, 
And we practiced me going towards the rebound. I'm putting that spot to get the rebound, but I never thought it <laughs> would end up like that. It fell right in my hands, and I mean, that whole game, I didn't shoot the ball well at all. So like, my coach was just like, keep going. And he always like kind of calls the game in some freaky way. And that game, he had said something, was like, just keep shooting, just keep crashing the boys hard. And that's what I did, and I ended up <laughs> making a play. <laughs> and then once you made the play, you kind of sprinted over and in honor of Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant style, standing up, celebrating <laughs> in front of the group. I mean, what's that emotion like when you can literally win the game on one shot? It, it's a feeling like no other. I mean, I've, I've did it a couple of times in um, AAU ball and sudden death and stuff like that. But it's a feeling you can't really explain. It's one of the best feelings in the world. Uh, probably second to one in the championship, of course. <laughs> Hopefully we can do that this year. But uh it's just it's a great feeling and to be able to experience it with my teammates and see that they buy into me and and to be to be able to see that they had that type of love for me and that type of energy of course i won the game but you could tell that it was it was pure i'm curious from your perspective when you're when you're in the richmond area and you're getting recruited by schools and and i know coach watkins was kind of huge and first getting you interested in the school and stuff like that what were those conversations like, and what's it been like working with, with Ronnie Fisher as well? Uh, they just uh, – what separated Campbell from, Campbell from the rest of the um, people who were recruiting me is that they didn't sugarcoat anything, and they, they, they were on me every second in a way. Like, it was – and it wasn't just they wanted me to play for their team. They, they wanted to know more about me as a – as an individual, not just a player. And that is what really, I think, did it for me. Like, when I found out Wanda wasn't going to be coaching, I was devastated. But getting to know Coach Fisher and stuff, it's he's taught me a lot, and I'm appreciative of it. It was fascinating because of your rebounding. In your debut, this, gosh, it's now four years ago against St. Andrews, you had 10 rebounds in that game. It kind of feels like that's just a magic number for you, double-figure rebounds. <laughs> Do you keep track of stuff like that? How does that – is the games going on? What, what goes through your mind? No, it would be sometimes where, where um, Coach Hall would look at me and she said, gosh, you got eight rebounds already. And I'd be like, I can't believe it. Like, I, it, it literally is just like I just go get the ball. That's <laughs> I don't <laughs> think about it. Sometimes if I'll joke with my teammates and be like, okay, I'm going to get <laughs> this so and so. What are you going to get today, Taylor? I'm going to get 11, and then I'll strive for it. But other days, most of the times, I'm just out there playing and going to help my team. So, I'm curious because we talked a lot about it just on the bench throughout your sophomore year. Unfortunately, you get injured very early in the season, and you had to kind of sit back and, and watch and observe from the bench. What did you sort of learn in that process as you're not able to play, but you know you got a couple years left, and you're kind of experiencing it all from the sideline, if you will? Well, i seen that this league is like anyone's game any day, any time. Like, you have to really, really work hard, and it, it hurt for me to have to sit down and watch my teammates like when they did lose it, it hurt it and I wanted when I c came back I wanted to play like it was my last time playing and yeah so. no it's interesting because both you and and Nani Carver went through similar injuries similar time of the year and you know you guys are sitting together we're always joking around before a game <laughs> making little one-liners and, and stuff like that but 
to have someone with you a little bit through that process, does that help at all? Or, or what kind of helps keep you motivated to knowing you're going to come back in, you know, seven, eight months or whatever? Yeah, it definitely helps to have somewhere in, in any aspect of life. It's always good to have someone there for you. And so, like, she's a really close friend of mine, so, like, that definitely did a lot, too. And when she got hurt, I was able to, like, help her throughout it, too. And so, yeah, it definitely is helpful when you have someone else there for you. And you guys can work on it together. And, like, if you don't see something, you can – they might see something that might help our game. And so, yeah. You've had the unique role of starting a bunch of games in your career – and coming off the bench with a team like this that kind of is interchangeable, if you will, how do you all fit in that puzzle? It's <laughs> it's anyone it's anyone's night with us. Like I don't think it's anyone on the team right now who averages over ten points. So in the double figures right now, shots close, I think. But you never know with us. Like and I think that's what separates us because we honestly don't care. We don't care who has a good night. And you can tell because of our assists. And we're just playing for each other. And we're just trying to have fun and make history. That's what it's all about. Is there that moment, though, whether you're starting or not? Because there's the kind of the emotion of, hey, you're in the starting lineup and you get introduced and all that. How does that team stay so connected when it could be, you know, Lou one game or Shy or kind of like you mentioned, it, it could be anybody who steps up and, and plays well? I feel like with time, we were able to adjust to it well and recognize, like, hey, you're going to have to play with this group one time. And it's like last year we didn't – we did well, of course. We did really, really well, but we weren't so used to it. And now this being the second year where it's, like, continually, continually like anyone else's game, I think we've got used to it. And so I think that's the only difference. <laughs> no, it's neat because we see it kind of from the bench and we joke it's a, it's a line change like it's hockey or <laughs> – you know, Ronnie will throw off the jacket and four new girls will come in. <laughs> How do you all get that confidence with each other? Because I know there are different lineups every night, and yet we kind of see a continual development of the group. I think being so, us being so close off the court is what it kind of transpires and onto the court. I mean, we do a lot of stuff together, and we spend a lot of time <laughs> on the court as well. But, like, yeah, off the court, we go, we have movie nights, we do work on puzzles, we just sit and watch Do you let Ashlyn then pick the movies, or are they too superhero-based <sighs> if you do that? Yeah, with Ash, you know, <laughs> so predictable, but sometimes we let her. <laughs> we'll What's the best movie you've seen recently? Mm. Uh, probably Remember the Titans. I, I, I haven't seen it. Like I've seen Are you a strong side parts. or a left side person? I'm a <laughs> uh, both. I can't pick one or the other. It was, it was neat to see something. It's kind of like my favorite movie, Glory Road. So like seeing it mm. from another perspective was like basketball, football. That was that was pretty neat. Growing up, were you a Richmond or a VCU fan? A VCU, yeah. So during that final four run, because you were pretty young at that point. Yeah, I was young. What, what was that city like? What was going on during oh, those couple man. weeks? The fact that I wasn't – like, I was into basketball then, of course. I was playing basketball. But the fact that, like, even non-basketball players that were around me at my age knew what was going on and what the final four was shows a lot about how the city was. Like, it was, it was just a, crazy to hear and 
hear about it and it made me want to play basketball even more to be honest maybe i could be in the final four one time never know you never know so like yeah it fueled me in a sense i was on the wrong end of that run uh usc trojan grad and we played vcu in that first four game mm -hmm. and this may have been like the first year they had that so we're like oh i don't know who vcu is i'm from california where the heck is richmond Cal <laughs> richmond virginia right. and then y'all just stomped us and went on that impressive run so it was kind of fun to watch on the other side of it <laughs> I was waiting for you to be like, oh, I'm sorry yeah. for your loss. You know, we'll, we'll get you next time. Um, Taya, I know you're not big into numbers, but a game that stood out from last year, the Winthrop game on the road, mm -hmm. where you had over 20 rebounds, over 20 points, something that had not happened at Campbell in quite some time. When you had a chance to look back on that particular game, what do you remember from that experience? I just remember us uh, making adjustments and – they saw my teammates saw the mismatches and they just they took advantage of that and they they fed me the ball and so kudos to them for <laughs> for not being selfish and sharing the ball with me and I just took a took advantage of the time and the opportunity so did you ever think when we went down to Miami last year that you would be an, an all tournament team selection and in that Omaha game I, I can't remember I think it was 17 18 rebounds but you were a huge part of those those two wins down there at FIU. Uh, you said, did I ever think that I would? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like a confident player, but I'm not like a cocky player. So like, if my team needs me, I'm gonna expect to rise to the occasion. And and moments my team needed me, and I, that's what I did. And I wouldn't ever say that uh, I wouldn't be able to do that so yeah I always think of myself as a top tier player when it comes to my team and when you guys are going through that big south run last year in the tournament because you know in the Longwood game that game was up for grabs late in the fourth quarter you know mm -hmm. Kyra Davis with a huge three and, and stuff like that right when you're sitting there at that point and then you fast forward maybe four or five days and you're sitting in this locker room here at Radford getting ready to play in the championship game how do you manage all that happens in those three to four days when you go from almost being knocked out in the first round to, you know, a quarter away from winning a, a Big South title? Well, it's one thing about us is we we don't skip past it. We embrace it and we soak it in and we learn from it. That's a big thing with us in our program. We, we learn from our mistakes and we continually do so. So I feel like we saw everything we needed to work on, and we, we did that. And we grew, and we got better, and now we're here. <laughs> it's fascinating, too, because we're about halfway through the conference season now, and there's no way of knowing who's going to win or lose the league at right. this point. But it's impressive to watch this group come together, and I'm curious. I know you have another year left if you want to, but as a redshirt junior, what your thoughts have been from when you got here to what this team is now in your fourth season? Uh, to be honest, I feel like we're more, we're playing more team ball. Like I said, um, you never know whose night is going to be. Like, I felt like when I first came here, you pretty much knew Summer Price would, <laughs> she was going to like. She was going to get you eight, 15, right. hit a couple jumpers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 20 here and there. So, I feel like with her gone, a lot of players had to step up and. We had we lost a lot of defensive players, Michaela Rouse and um, 
a lot of people had to step up and do bigger jobs and so I feel like everyone bought into that and we all see that and we're all doing it for each other and that, that's I think what separates us from my freshman year to now so I'd be remiss before we end this podcast if I didn't ask you about your buddy Gordon <laughs> who is a lifetime Campbell fan his parents worked at Campbell he grew up in in basically in Bowie's Creek and he sits behind us uh, on the opposite side of you guys but just to have his support and his family there for you guys and I know he's a big fan of yours where did that relationship kind of start and, and what's it like embracing and interacting with them uh, I remember the first day he he followed me on um Twitter and I just remember going through some of his tweets and seeing like how how much he appreciated my game and I was like that's someone I have to get to know and that's someone I want in my corner and from here on out he's just been <laughs> we just took took advantage of it he sends me like good luck messages like almost every game if not every game <laughs> and sometimes like when I'm not myself he helps me to get there and like when I have bad games in my opinion he tells me what he saw from his end from a spectator's standpoint and like from a friend just a, just a friend and like yeah it's, it's very nice to have someone besides your teammates or your coaches telling you like what they saw and like just supporting you and so yeah my final question um today this is going to be released a little later but we're sitting in pregame getting ready and there's probably 13 chairs lined up and ronnie fisher right in the middle almost like a scene from full house and he's kind of directing <laughs> the show looking at the tape that kind of moment that that unified vision of you guys watching the film how do you think that kind of showcases what this program's about well we talk about like togetherness and if one person isn't bought in the whole team is gonna suffer from it and so we all understand that and yeah we just we just all buy in and we if it's one person not doing it we're gonna suffer and they know that so yeah appreciate the time today thanks for joining us thank you